from nature's chain, whatever link you strike, tenth or tens thousandth breaks the chain alike. From Alexander Pope's Essay on Man, 1734. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanacho Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for June 19th to 26th, 2020, the new Buck Moon. And here are some calendar events for this quarter moon. June 20 is the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, when the sun starts its journey back toward the south. June 21st is Father's Day. June 23rd, 1940, was the birthday of Olympic sprinter Wilma Rudolph, declared to be the fastest woman on earth after the Olympics in 1960. June 25th marks the crushing defeat of General George Armstrong Custer and troops at the Little Bighorn by Lakota warriors under Sitting Bull and Crazy Horse in 1876. And here are some natural events. Back in the 1970s, and when we were living in a 1760 post and beam farmhouse in West Concord, Massachusetts, we decided to have a summer solstice bonfire. We'd been reading in Fraser's Golden Bough, uh, about pre-Christian practices in the British Isles. It was mid-June, and we had a big pile of brush to burn, so this seemed like just the thing. Also, the house stood alone on a rise with two huge spruce trees in front. We called them Mary and Joseph. And one of the benefits of the solstice fire was said to be that the charred wood left over would protect your house from a lightning strike. So we had a spectacular fire with friends gathered around, and we saved a few charred pieces. After a few days and they'd cooled down, we put them up in the attic. And we were pleased when the house was not struck by lightning through the following months. Then the next June, we were headed to Cobbs Cook Bay, and a friend was staying in the house for us. So, no solstice fire. When we came home from our sojourn, we asked our friend how everything went. He said, everything was fine, but the house was struck by lightning on the solstice. Coincidence, said another friend, means you were not paying attention to the other part of what was happening. So maybe you can imagine why these memories come back every year about this time. Mother Nature was trying to tell us something. Uh, moving along, here's a monarch report. First sighting at our Egmogen location this past week. Let us know when you sight one, we'll pass the word. And here's a field and forest report. Those of us who suffer from tree pollen allergies can breathe a little more easily these days now that the oaks have finished their bloom. 
New green spires reach up on the white pines. Soft, floppy, light green tufts show on spruces and firs. The leaves of the hardwoods keep their springtime translucence and glow as the sun shines through them. And now the pollen of the week is coming from grasses in the fields. But the results are similar, itchy eyes, runny nose, sneezing and wheezing in those who are sensitive. Pollen is life, and it's revered by the Navajo, among others, but not so much among the allergic. You can try nettle leaf, eyebright, local honey, and antihistamines. Now that the trees are done flowering and fully leafed out, they will be devoting their energies to forming seeds and adding wood. A well-managed woodlot can add a cord or more, 128 cubic feet, of new wood per acre per year. Here's a saltwater report. It's shaping up to be a tough season for the lobster fisheries. With lobsters moving northward into cooler waters, lobster market down, boats are idle and traps are stacked in the yard. Some fishermen are diversifying by setting only a few traps and selling directly to lobster lovers, by clamming and wrinkling, and by dabbling in aquaculture. Meanwhile, the lobster tribe may increase and we may hear less about entanglements of North Atlantic right whales. And here's a rank opinion. Whether it's with lightning strikes or heat waves and wildfires out west or warming waters in the world's oceans or worldwide pandemic, Mother Nature is trying to tell us something. Are we getting the message? And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first from Linda Hogan, the Chickasaw poet and environmentalist. There is a way that nature speaks, that land speaks. Most of the time, we're not patient enough, not quiet enough to pay attention to the story. And from the English philosopher Francis Bacon, 1561 to 1626, we cannot command nature except by obeying her. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.